Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. All of our bets for tonight, baseball and soccer, coming up to close the show just a little bit. So I'll have to probably wrap up our receiving prop conversation in the AFC and NFC North as well, but tons of breaking news today on this terrific Football Tuesday with Nick Costos and Will Brinson. Ken Barkley returns to the show coming up next week. We got to talk some golf. The 3M coming up this week in Minnesota. We'll give you our golf bets coming up tomorrow. Myself, Will, and Tyler Morales. But joining us now to break it all down, one of our favorite guests here on You Better You Bet. Uh, the guy's all over the place. We always like when he's able to make some time for us. He's very generous with this time, and we really appreciate it. And that is the great Jason Sobel of SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio. Also does a great job for our friends at the Action Network on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. Jason, welcome back to the show. We always love having you. We appreciate your time. Nick and Will here on a Tuesday. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks so much for that nice intro. I appreciate that. Of course. Why? I mean, what, what would you would you expect a bad intro? So, I mean, like, what, this is a this is a professional radio show. Um, TPC course. So you're going to bet KH Lee, right? That's automatic. Yes. No. Maybe so. <laughs> or not? I guess. Uh, who do you, what, do you, what do you think about this course no. in, in the suburb of Blaine, Minnesota? <laughs> Yeah, we're looking at the uh, the 3M Open this week. Uh, we've got, essentially, depending on the book you look at, uh, really four co-favorites. I, we call them quad favorites, I guess. We haven't had this in a while. I've seen uh, two and three a couple times maybe this year. But uh, for the most part, I think DraftKings last time I checked had uh, Tony Finau, the defending champion, Sunjay Im, Cameron Young, and Hideki Matsuyama all right around 16 to 1 uh, to open this one up. And so... Uh, if you're looking at the top of the board, it's still not a terrible number. If you really like any of those guys, I would favor uh, Cameron Young and Sunjay M over the others at the top of the board. But, uh, guys, I'm not starting my card for a while. I, maybe it's some Brian Harmon recency bias off of his win at the Open Championship, and maybe I just feel like, man, I, I was not on that. I will admit it. Uh, to anyone who was, congratulations. But I, I got a little remorse going on, and I'm trying to hit a big ticket this week. Yeah, and as I said, BetMGM, our show sponsor, Cam Young, Sung JM, and Tony Finau, the uh, the tri favorites at 16 to 1, Matsuyama at 18 to 1, Seb Straka at 22, Emiliano Grio, 25, along with Justin Thomas. And like Justin Thomas being 25, the same price as Grio, like feels a little weird. But um, Jason, let's find out how far down the board you're looking to go here to find a winner. Maybe it's Brian Harmon recency bias. Maybe we'll just be right. Maybe it will be a longer shot that wins the 3M. Uh, how far down the board are you starting your outright card coming up this week at the 3M? Depending on the book, and I don't know what bet MGM has. I, I'm not looking at it right in front of me right now. But uh, I'm starting my card right around 55 or 60 to 1, and there are a handful of guys kind of right in that uh, that area right there. Eric Cole is a guy that I'll have a little nibble on. And, again, these are all just kind of small nibbles, and I, I want some guys further down the board. As you guys know, uh, if you're not playing anyone near the top of the board in golf, well, uh, that allows you, since you don't have that quality player at the top, it allows you to go for a quantity. And so I, I'm probably going to add a few more names to the card. Probably not, you know, too big on the units this week. You know, I was just trying to, trying to spread it around and hit somebody. But I think Eric Cole might be the shortest odds that I'll, I'll go after this week. And then uh, Taylor Pendrith uh, right behind him around 60 to 1. Uh, and then we've got, let's see, 
Garrick Higo is trading right around 70, 75. Austin Eckroat's right around there. So uh, those are some of the names. And right in that, uh, that mid-tier there this week is where I'm looking to uh, start the card. So Nick mentioned it. And, I mean, I just want to go back to it. I know we're not – I know you don't expect to go there. But this is a outrageously long number for a world-class multiple major winning player in Justin Thomas at the 3M Open. And I believe JT already signed up for the Wyndham, too. So my man's, my man's hurt up bad. He's jammed in between Ludwig Ardberg and Sepp Straka with Grio up there, plus Cameron Davis on the backside. Like, I mean, any interest in Justin Thomas at a number where – you usually can't even find him like that for a PGA championship. No, there's no interest right now. Look, I, I think that JT over the long haul will be just fine. Uh, if he needs some, uh, some positive reinforcement, some optimism right now, he can look towards his buddies, Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler, who have each gone through dark times in their careers over the last couple of years. And, dug themselves out of it and become world-class players once again. I don't know that JT is as far down those depths as those guys once were. I don't know if it's going to be a month. I don't know if it's going to be six months. I don't know if it's going to be a year. But at some point, he's going to start playing like one of the top players in the world once again. There's too much talent there for him not to be doing it. Uh, we played his entire press conference on my radio show earlier today, and he said all the right things. He had a lot of tough questions, a lot of the right questions just about not playing his best golf, what it's like to be sitting at home and uh, watching other players compete for a major championship, what, why he has to add the 3M Open, and like you said, next week's Wyndham Championship to his schedule at this point in the year, trying to get into the playoffs and show a little something for Captain Zach Johnson to get onto the Ryder Cup team. Uh, a lot of things different for Justin Thomas this year than usual, and uh, I can't get on him right now. Uh, no matter what the number is, I'm not sure there's a number they could uh, they could uh, put next to his name that's big enough for me to get on JT. It's kind of a wait and see for me. But, uh, look, there's going to be a time. At some point, he's going to be about to turn things around, and someone's going to hit something with a pretty big number on JT before all of a sudden the books figure it out and turn things around and start putting a short number next to his name again. I got to be honest, this interview so far with Jason has me really excited for the 3M. Some of the names that he talked about down the leaderboard, maybe this isn't a tournament where like one of the favorites is going to win. Uh, I think me and like a lot of betters are always looking for a big score when it comes to golf. So this is, has me pretty pumped here. It's You Better You Bet on a Terrific Tuesday. Nick Costos, Will Brinson in for Ken Barkley. We're talking the 3M with the great Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio on the Action Network. Jason supports us. We ask that you support him. Follow him on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. Uh, Jason, if you think this is going to be a tournament where we see a lot of long shots towards the top of the leaderboard, maybe we see a guy like Pendrith or the Pigo, or one of these guys potentially win this tournament here. I'm guessing you'll have a good amount of like top five, top 10, top 20 bets where you think these guys towards like the bottom of the odds board may be able to have like a really good finish at the 3M. Is that the case? And if so, like what are some of the bets that you're targeting as it concerns like top five, top 10, maybe even like a top 20 this week in Minnesota? Honestly, I usually turn things around, and this is just my personal strategy, and I don't know if there's a right or wrong way to play this, but uh, when I'm starting the out card, outright card with some bigger names, or at least bigger numbers, uh, I'd like to play it a little closer to the vest when it comes to those props. And so I'm looking at top fives, top tens on, like I mentioned, Sunjay M and Cameron Young, essentially to almost hedge off of uh, playing those bigger numbers 
that are further down the board. And so, again, I, I don't know if there's a right or wrong strategy in this. And, you know, I, I think it could be six of one, half dozen of the other if we sat there and looked at the entire PGA Tour schedule all year and we tried to uh, employ these different strategies, but uh, those are guys that I like, and I'm just hoping maybe the win equity isn't quite there. Cameron Young is still yet to win on the PGA Tour. Sun J.M., a two-time winner. I like both of them. Their numbers are too short in the outright marketplace for me to chase, but I'm hoping that uh, they should still both be in the mix. So, again, top fives, top tens on those guys, and let me chase. If I'm going to chase, I want to chase those big lottery tickets just for outrights. Is there a particular type of player that you think fits this mold? You know, you look at the last three winners, right? Matt Wolf, Cam Champ, and uh, Tony Finau. Like, I mean, those dudes hit bombs. Uh, it, do you do you do you feel like it needs to be a power player? There's, I think, there's water on 15 of the 18 holes here, so you need accuracy as well, too, and you need somebody who gets hot. I mean, that's clearly hard to predict. But uh, any type of like a when you, you know, aside from like the number next to him, the type of player you'd be targeting here on this on this golf course at three M Open. Yeah, you're definitely on the right scent there, and that's exactly what I'm looking at. So it plays a little longer than 7,400 yards, the par 71 this week. Uh, like you said, water on 15 of these holes. So uh, you want to hit it long. Long always helps. Straight helps even more. Long and straight is really good. I don't know if you guys have ever heard this before, but uh, long and straight is going to work on most golf courses. Long and straight works even better on this golf course. I, I would look at this GPC <laughs> Twin Cities track as more of a first-shot golf course. We see other courses, and I would say that at least half, if not more than half, of the PGA Tour venues are what we would term a second-shot golf course, where we're looking for the guys who hit their irons best and, and, and can roll in some putts on that given week as the guys we're looking to target. This is really more of a first-shot golf course. I want really good drivers of the golf ball. The number one metric for me this week is strokes gained off the tee, and you'll find those guys that I mentioned. Garrett Higo has gained strokes off the tee in 11 of his last 12 starts. Taylor Pendrith inside the top 40 this year. Kevin Yu is a name that I haven't mentioned, but Kevin Yu is a guy that uh, has been fantastic from a statistical standpoint. He is third in strokes gained off the tee this season behind only Scotty Scheffler and I think Rory McIlroy, maybe Patrick Cantlay, but in any case, a lot of really big names up there and him. So uh, if you want to go down that list, if you just do a search on PGATour.com or another statistical service and and look up strokes gained off the tee and essentially cross-reference that with some of the names that are playing in the 3M Open this week, there's a good chance that some of those names are on my card uh, if you uh, go back and forth and look at those, uh, those guys. Jason, awesome stuff on the 3M. Just one more question for you. With major season now done for this year with Brian Harmon winning the Open Championship this past weekend, uh, yesterday on the show to start the week, we talked about some golfers that we're targeting that we think could win a major coming up in 2024. Some interesting names thrown out by members of our crew. Um, if you had to think about that right now, Jason, guys that you think win majors, and obviously like Scotty Scheffler is a guy that everybody's going to say. If we get away from like the Scotty Schefflers of the world, players that you think are like percolating to win a major next year. And I may be putting you on the spot a little bit here. I'm sure you've thought about this though. Is there anyone that really stands out as a guy that you think will win a major coming up next season? We actually did this very segment on my show a couple hours ago. So I'm very in tune with this. We did less, less to win a major and more looked at the four majors individually. And I think if you look at them individually, the numbers vary pretty good. Uh, Wyndham Clark is a guy that the, 
the odds makers still aren't giving enough respect to, even though he won the U.S. Open, won the Wells Fargo Championship, the top 20 player in the world right now. He's around 80 to 1 to win the PGA Championship next year in a long golf course that should suit his game at Valhalla in Kentucky. And I, I think that you start looking at some of the numbers. And uh, for me at this point right now, it's more about the numbers next to those names than the names themselves. But uh, if you're looking for guys to win their first major championship that have a decent number next to their name, uh, look, I, I've, I've lost money for the last 12 years betting Ricky Fowler to win major championships. I, <laughs> I think that Pinehurst could be a really good fit, including last week, by the way. Uh, but I feel like Pinehurst could be a really nice fit for the U.S. Open next year. Max Homa finally showed up in a major championship. Uh, maybe he gets one next year. And Patrick Cantley, another guy who, yeah, the number is still pretty short, but 20 to 1 to win the Masters next year right now. My guess is that by the time we get to the second week of April next year, he's going to be shorter than 20 to 1. So uh, I don't love futures just because you can't tell me right now what the weather is going to be like in April and Augusta. You can't tell me who's in good form, who's injured, anything like that. But if I'm taking a shot, those are some numbers that I like taking a shot on some of those players. Jason, awesome stuff, man. We love having you on the show. We sincerely appreciate the time. As always, Jason is on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. We encourage you to check out his show on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio and check out all his written work with our friends over at the Action Network. Jason, sincerely appreciate it. Good luck with the bets this weekend at the 3M. We hope to catch up with you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Our pal Jason, Jason Sobel joining us here on You Better, You Bet. What was that question you asked him at the start where he was just like, I'm not going to answer this? No, he thought it was funny, I think. I don't think he did. It was a K.H. Lee. K.H. Lee is known as T.P.C. Lee. Because he plays, I don't he like, think, I don't think he every, everyone, who, everyone who bets golf or follows golf knows that K.H. Lee plays really well at T.P.C. courses. Uh, let's, Ty, is Tyler, you don't because Tyler, you don't follow golf. But it's Tyler fine. is our technical. Tyler is our technical director on the show. I don't need to. But we have guys like you and Tyler. Tyler is here with us. Tyler, did you think that Jason Sobel thought that was funny, or did you think he think he thought it was stupid? I think he was more confused about the question. But I have referred to KH Lee as TPC Lee before in our golf bet segment, so I got a stable will here. But I think he was a little thrown off about the old. The old the opening leader. with the cage lead line was a little surprising, probably. Yes. Okay, well, hold on, well, hold on. Wait, Jake, Jake Assad is with us, our engineer. Jake, did, did Jason Sobel like or dislike that question from Will Brinson to start? I am with Tyler. I think he was neutral, just was not ready for it. Alex yeah. Asano, did he like it or dislike it? Get out of here. I think he liked it. He just wanted to act like he didn't like it. He giggled. <laughs> I, yes, it it was the sort of giggle as if to be like, I'm going to ice and giggle here, even though I thought that was a stupid question. He absolutely hated it. Pull his, pull his laugh and let's play it again. I want to hear that laugh. Yes, and like, and he kept doing it because he was like uncomfortable. Like, this is a stupid question. And like, I don't know. How I, I don't he think he was uncomfortable. He, abso- he absolutely hated it. I promise. Well, t- I text him, I text him and ask him what he thought about the Cage question. I don't even know Cage like, in the field, honestly. I just assumed he was. That was like literally like Shawn Michaels hit someone with the sweet chin music and they just like get up right away. He knows all it. He absolutely knows all the I didn't think so. I thought he just thought I think I think I screwed up by not, assuming he might actually reply and not get a uh, follow up immediately. <laughs> it was the, oh, Mike Brown writes in the chat that he thinks that maybe he didn't hear you and that was well, that's like his four to one, bro. That's four to two, guys. Well, I'm right. There you have it. It's your show, whatever. Wrap up. We wrap up the show with all our bets for tonight, baseball and soccer, and maybe a little prop conversation, a little grids as well coming up next.